podcast is brought to you by The Unpack Show, a podcast where we interview the most self-made visionaries who have the ability to positively impact the lives of people. Hello, family, and welcome to The Unpack Show podcast with myself, Janice Baloui. Please join me as I sit down with guests to have meaningful conversation where we share ideas, opinions, and experiences that are about helping you to improve your life. Today we sit down with one of the most incredible men who lives to impact the lives of people through a soulful teaching from the Bible, Mr. Michael Mulemel. Michael attended a Bible school in Pretoria from 2003 to 2005. In 2005, he became an assistant pastor in Pretoria Hartfeld for five years until 2010. In 2011, he came back home in Mukopani and became an assistant pastor again under the leadership of Pastor Sefamela until he took over to lead the church after Pastor Sefamela retired. Michael said that he came to realize his positive impact from the lives of people who were transformed from his teaching. Mr. Michael. It's a yeah. pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. So, you know, uh, just before we, we open the interview, I want to ask us this specific question. It's a question that I've been dying to ask. So, in this time and age, we live, we live in a time where people want a quick success. So, in your experience uh, and in this journey of life, what is it that is important that people should put in mind when going about building their lives? Uh, thank you very much for this opportunity to speak. Uh, I, I think first and foremost, one thing that I've learned is that success is a process. It's a journey that one needs to, to walk uh, each day. And uh, it's not a quick fix thing. And what I've learned in life is that things that come quick don't last. So the things that uh, last long in life are things that you build gradually. And the things that are built gradually, though, uh, it's it's those that uh, you can sustain uh, for a longer time. So for me, uh, success is one thing that uh, you'd have to work through in life and be patient uh, with yourself as you walk through it and take it day by day to build that. Mm. So success is a process. It's a journey. It's not a quick. It's not a quick thing. For example, in uh, being uh, left with an in, in inheritance, maybe to inherit. Uh, money or uh, business or things, uh, you cannot classify it as success uh, because it's not this, uh, the steps that you took. And generally, if you can look around our, our community, people that inherited businesses, people that inherited money, they didn't do justice, they didn't do well uh, with money, didn't do well with business because they don't know the pain that went through building that success. Mm. Because one thing that you need to note that uh, I, 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 I I put with success is pain. It goes with pain. Uh, it's part of, of, of the journey of success uh, that one would have to go through. So I take two points from what you say. You say that you have to work your way to succeed and you have to be patient. Yes. So can you get deep into explaining how one should work and how one should be patient in their journey to success? So is there any period at at a way at one can say, you know what, um, in this period, I have to be successful. And the, 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 like uh, how one should again be patient with themselves when working to succeed. Yes. First, uh, work, uh, the, the, the thing uh, that we, it's, it's, it's about work uh, on, 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 on success 
it is that uh, you need uh, because it's 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 it, well I say it's a progress. It needs that you put work into it. You need to work. You need to uh, first uh, have focus uh, on what it what is it that you want to work towards. Uh, this mm. one thing. Uh, now, when you start to build, you have a lot of ideas, uh, but you have to work through them to find uh, and fine tune and, and focus on one thing that you will do best that you will succeed. And you see a lot of guys that have done very well in the business. You see that uh, if you, you, you ask them, they've started with doing so many things until they found that one thing uh, that is the, the, a sweet spot, a gift, that, a talent that is, you know, I want to work on this and focus on this. And as they focused all their energy on that one thing, then they, be, they, they became successful on that. Mm. Now, the issue of time and patience, uh, uh, you cannot put time to it. The time, it, it, it depends on a person to person, uh, meaning how quick you learn. Mm. Uh, the faster you learn, the faster you move. Mm. Uh, but the slower you do, uh, the slower you, 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 you progress in that. Uh, that's the aspect of time that you cannot put, like uh, you say, you know, in five years I will be there. It depends on the lessons that you learn, how quick you learn. Mm. Yes. So it's all. So when it comes to timing, the time for you to succeed it depends on the work that you put. Yes. In order to succeed. To succeed. Yes. So uh, if you are a slow person, if you are if your you are taking slower steps, those slower steps that are going to determine the time at when will you succeed. Yes. But when you take the faster steps, they will determine at how fast yes. you succeed. Exactly. I really love it. So yeah. now let's get into your life personally. Perhaps we can draw out some other issues around mm -hmm. success. So uh, people have a way at how they see pastors and the way at how they identify them. And now in your experience as a pastor, how is it like and how did you manage to not only uh, have an identity of being a pastor but you've also tapped into the journey of entrepreneurship yes i think one thing the first thing is that uh, what i've learned is that pastors are people are human beings uh, and i had to to come to that reality that i'm a human being uh, at first and uh, being a pastor doesn't make me a superhuman doesn't make a special person. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm human like everybody. I'm just a, a fortunate that to receive the call of God on my life that God said, you know what, come join me in the vineyard. Come work for me in my business. Uh, is that that invitation that comes uh, to me. So me as a pastor, it's, 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 a, it's a ministry that God has given to me uh, from the heart that I have, uh, the heart of caring, the heart of loving, uh, where I care about people. And God uh, uh, came uh, to use that to say, you know, I would use this as a a, a, a tool to uh, and, 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 and increase uh, uh, my uh, kingdom around where where I am now. Uh, then, as a pastor, uh, you you see that you are you depend on uh, the the gifts that uh, people give. You depend on the on the, the, the whatever that you are given, that's what you need to do to, to make a living in that. Now, I've learned from people in the Bible like Paul. Uh, Paul had a, a small uh, business entrepreneur that he he was uh, mending and fixing tents and doing tents. And that's how he, 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 he survived, not only to look at the offerings of, of people. So for me, 
uh, I I thought to myself, you know what, if I need to make it in life, uh, and I need to enjoy ministry, and I need also to be a father, that uh, my kids don't hate God and hate ministry, because they starve and suffer because of it. Uh, I needed to come up with a tent making uh, way, which is uh, what I did uh, to say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm skilled with this. Let me use it to generate uh, income so that ministry doesn't become a burden. Mm. Yes. So it's like you had to tap into the pre entrepreneurial journey so that you don't only depend on what you get at church, but yes. you also have another source of income. Indeed. So in your journey, how long did it take for you to in, to also tap into the entrepreneurial journey? So for you, you became a pastor. And how long in the journey of being a pastor did you realize, you know what, at this particular moment, I think I should also tap into the entrepreneurial journey? Uh, I think uh, I, 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 I was been a pastor for about four years uh, uh, still when I was uh, pastoring at the church. And uh, I felt I needed uh, the other things that I needed. That actually the the the, the gifts that I received from from the church uh, didn't carry what I needed to do in life. And I had a skill, so I thought, no, let me let me use this and see how it happens. So I did that, but in a smaller scale, in a smaller scale. It is only when I got married that uh, uh, my wife worked with me to say, what we can grow this. Mm. Uh, remember before that I would do I, I didn't mind people who uh, you know uh, buy I'll say buy ingredients and make you uh, I'll, I'll make I'll, I'll, I'll make cakes for you for example mm. uh, not saying okay I'm, I'm this this is a business you see so it's when I came and realized okay so this is a business and if I'm going to do that I'm not gonna be able to generate the the the, 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 the money that I need to to be able to to meet the the ends that I do. So that's then that actually uh, made it in a serious way a business that you know what this is the business that we run uh, 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 and we are fully into that mm. and I started learning more about it. So take me through the process of having to make a decision of going to a Bible school. What was going on? Why didn't you take another career path like other people but instead of going to a Bible school and decided that you know what I think I need to be a pastor? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think it was about 95, 96, uh, still youth at the church, and I was uh, a lead, uh, a lead uh, one of the leaders in the church, leading the youth, and I felt a, a, a call from God that he calls me uh, to lead a church. Uh, there was a, a, a dream that came to me, it's me leading a, a church, that actually was a big church, and I've never, I had never seen the big church, like a mega church, for example, I had never seen that. But in my dream, I saw that, and I saw myself leading that, and I like I know. And, and then I knew God is calling me for for ministry. Now I talked with my pastor then, which was Muruti uh, Maime, and and she kept it. Uh, you know what? Uh, okay. Then I went to school, uh, finished my matric, ninety eight, and I went to college. I uh, studied tourism. After studying tourism, uh, I did practicals uh, for for a, for about a few months in that year, and then I felt. Uh, uh, oh, she called me and said, "You know what? I feel it's time that you should follow that dream, that 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 calling that you have." And I said to her, "You know what? I need to work uh, 
have money and then I'll go take myself to the Bible school. And that's when she said, no, you come, uh, we will make sure that you go. We will take care of the, the funds for for the for you to go to the Bible school. Now, me going there uh, uh, or saying I'm going to the Bible school was uh, something that uh, God had put on my life uh, uh, long before. Now, as I, I told the elders in the church, they confirmed or we could see this in your life. We could see this is the direction you are going. And uh, later, when I was still in Bible school, my mother used to say, you know what, after church you would come, well, you're still growing young, and you would gather people together and say, no, I'm rude, come, I'm going to preach. You know, <laughs> sit down, listen, and, and, and mm. imitate what uh, the pastor was saying, go again. Mm. So, which is something that I, I'm like, wow, this is this is so, so, so wow. And actually, this thing got it planted in my life for quite some time. Mm. So, you mentioned a dream, that in this dream you, you had a dream that uh, you saw yourself in a mansion and something told you that it was a church so what what influenced your interpretation no it was a church it was it was a mega church it was a mega church what i'm saying yeah it was a big church like it was it was such a big church it was big because people from far Mm. and i was even on the stage there speaking from the stage and uh, mind you by then there was i've never had I've never had seen a mega church. I've never seen big church. Mm. Uh, my 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 mind was limited to small churches that we see, Morai or Jirian conferencing, small Ayana, uh, churches, you know. But there it was a big church that I was ministering to. And I'm mm. like, no. I remember the first day I went to Bible school. When I got there, it was a Saturday. Uh, I was going with uh, Muruti Ali, uh, carrying my bags and going to the college. When I got there, uh, we were registering, you know, uh, registering, we were getting into the big, in the church, in the church, in mm. this field. Now we're getting from the back, the back door, the big doors, the open doors, like we go in, and I go in and I see, and at the stage, it's like about a kilometer away from where we are. It's like the stage is far. Mm. And I look at the stage, and it, it looks very small from, because it's far, you know. Yeah. And I asked the guys that were helping us and said, is, does this church fill up uh, every Sunday? They say, yeah, you'll see tomorrow. Mm. And on Sunday morning when you go to church and the church was packed, and it reminded me, actually, this is, I saw, there's something that I saw, was something like this. Mm. There's something that I saw in my dream. So that, so being at Hartfeld, seeing that mega church, it reminded you of the dream you had. Yes, and actually, it gave me, it was, why am I here? Wow. Or uh, maybe... I, I, I'm not lost. Mm. Yeah. So, being a pastor, um, how has that affected your life and the relationship with the people you have in your life? Yeah. Firstly, uh, from family, it gave me a, such a huge respect. Mm. People in my family, the adults, they they look at me with respect. They respect me so much. They give me such an amazing and surprising respect. And when they talk to me, they don't talk to me like they talk to my peers. You know, my cousins and them. They respect me so much, which is something that it's it's always amazing to me. My father, such a love that he, he shows my parents. They, I think this this has given, uh, it has moved me way 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 far uh, in the way they view me. They view me it's like as an an, an adult, more, mm. more 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 matured. And the peers, uh, people always question it or how why. Why, why, pastor, so young? Mm. 
Uh, wasn't there something that you could do uh, at the time uh, we, were the, we were the first actually to go to every school at that young age mm. uh, so it was like man but you're still young man don't you want to grow because the pastors are like mm. uh, so when you're so young so why why do you go to that mm. uh, and then some people they just felt you know what they distance themselves I pastor no some friends I know pastor I know it's something yeah. that they resent they feel like yeah, they yeah. are not yet at an no, age they, yeah. where they should feel that position yes and they cannot communicate you cannot you cannot befriend the pastor mm. i know they feel like you're going to judge them or you're going to put such a now they then they want to stay away from so how how did you manage to go through that process of seeing people distancing themselves from you after being a pastor always good back to people go always make uh, uh, them feel really, uh, uh, comfortable being with you mm. uh, or you are not a superhuman being you are human like them uh, and then you, nothing has changed uh, nothing has changed at all mm. Mm. so you have uh, three rules in your life uh, being a husband and a father a church leader and a community leader so what are your responsibilities in those roles and how do you manage to fulfill those responsibilities Sure. Firstly, a father and a husband. It's what uh, the, the the most or the one one uh, highest call. Uh, yesterday, I saw something on Facebook. Somebody saying between the church and your family, uh, who comes first? And it's like actually it's your family mm. uh, because you are called to your family first. So I'm first the father, which I think that's what actually motivated me to even look into the issue of business, because I cannot blame God and ministry for failing as a father so i need to rise as a father so that's what i did uh, so i'm first a father and the father needs to protect needs to provide that's what i need to do uh, as, as, a, as a as a father in, in in the house and as a husband to be loving as well uh, and supportive uh, to my wife believe in her and also push her in her dreams in life uh, to for her to go forward that's what i needed to do now, as a pastor, then you are a leader. The church is a community, uh, uh, and uh, that's what we need to put in place. Uh, that people should understand that church in itself is a community. Mm -hmm. So we are called to a church. It's not only that group of people, but at the church, there, I'm a leader. I'm a spiritual leader, which I need to play the leadership role. I must bring counsel, and I must help people uh, uh, in, in need. People come. Whether it's a physical need, it's a psychological need, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a physical need, they approach the church and we talk. And then as a, as a spiritual leader, we need to make sure that people are, are well taken care of. Community, we are to put to be a leader in the community. We are to lead by example, mm -hmm. uh, example for people to follow. And then uh, as, a, as a leader, we are to, to be a, 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 a positive influence. In the mm. community, so that's what uh, the roles that I see one has uh, put in place. Now, when you get into community, we are wrong. Let's can you say something? Talk, uh, advise us here because that's what they believe. Uh, to do. Mm. So, in your entire experience from childhood development, youth development stage, and at this moment of being a husband and a father, what can you say it's life on? How can you describe life to a teenager? Life. Life is a journey. Life, uh, it's it's made. It's a journey made of lessons. Uh, 
which is what I believe. Um, and some some uh, lessons uh, are the ones that uh, grow us as people. Uh, there are things that we need to go through, or uh, as people now. Going from from young age, uh, I've seen Horini. Uh, I one had to, uh, to be wise on the decisions that I make in life. Because life in itself is made of decisions. Mm. Uh, every day of life you are made with, or are met with decisions. Now I'm saying this, I'm reminded of, of, of the Bible speaking, where I put before you uh, uh, blessings and curses, uh, mm. life and death, I choose life. Uh, that life, it's it's series of, of choices that we make. Uh, it's a journey, we grow by learning, but that learning comes from the choices that you make. You make good choices, you go step higher, you grow. You make bad choices, you remain on the level you are. Mm. Uh, that's what you do. So that's how life goes about. So every day you are faced with an opportunity to make choices. Mm. Now, for us to progress, for us to go ahead in life, we need to make right choices. Now, choices then, what then do we do? We need to be informed in the way we we make choices. Now, we get informed. Uh, firstly, I always respect the the journeys that others walked. I always say that in life, as when I advise teenagers, there are two ways to learn. You either learn by listening and reading other people's or watching other people's experiences, or you can learn by experience. Uh, you to experience yourself. Now, those are two ways that we can learn. Now, if you you want to learn by experience, some experiences are tough, uh, but uh, if you want to learn, you can learn. But there are some things that you don't need to go through to learn. Uh, you can learn from others' experiences, mm. especially if one has made wrong cho and bad choices, then you need to learn from them that you don't make choices like that. For example, I always say, if you for example, I would say your mother had you when she was 16. She made a, choice, a bad choice in life. Mm -hmm. And she had struggled probably uh, to raise you as a child. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you should go and have a child at the age of 16. Uh, uh, because then it would be foolishness that you don't learn from the experiences of those who went before you. Mm -hmm. Now you go through the same experiences, you go through tough times, and, 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 and they delay you in life. So to progress quicker, is to learn from others who went before you. Uh, I, I, I remember the other day, so I, I said when I was speaking to you, Ringi, sometimes we need to go and find people by what they failed in life. Mm -hmm. Those guys that were in school, and they were given another wise school, by the way, they were clever at school at the time. Mm -hmm. And today they are nowhere to be found. They are not clever. Mm -hmm. uh, they are having to work beautiful that time but now we need to find such people that uh, to encourage young people to say what decisions that you make now are important influence another thing that helps us in life to make good decisions is influences now but you are a wise man that you said you are what you eat Oh, uh, you are what you eat, what you feel yourself, you, you become that. 
So we eat by a lot of things. We eat number one by our 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 ears, what we listen to. I always say when you, what you spend time listening to, you become that. Mm-hmm. So if you hang around negative people, you become negative yourself. You don't see anything positive in life because you hang around that. Uh, from somebody else. We learn by listening, by our ears, sense of, of, of hearing. But also by with, with our eyes, uh, what what we see, we imitate and we want to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another lesson uh, where, where, where we learn. So we need to watch what we watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, because our, watch, our, our eyes are gates into us as a person. And then also it contributes onto our genius. So in a nutshell, make sure that you you check what influences you mm. to be able to move forward. Life is made of decisions. And whatever you spend a lot of time with influences you and you influence the choices that you make. As you go to preach every Sunday to different people with different values in life, how do you manage to make sure that every person understands your teaching? Yeah, tough one. Uh, preaching is, is quite a job. I think people just think preaching is just standing and speaking to people, uh, quoting from the Bible. Everybody, when they sit down, they think we can easily do that. And people, when they sit, they think ah, uh, it's easy. I could have done better, especially when you sit. Um, if you watch soccer from the stand, you always think that if you were in the ground, you'd do better. Mm. You'd play better. But if we put in the ground, you might not even do what the other person was doing. Actually, they are much better than you. So that's what you do. From a distance, you can judge. Now, being a pastor, it's a hard work in a sense. You are, in, uh, you are pastoring and you must speak to a different pe- group of people, people that are in different journeys of life, different uh, uh, stages of their life, different ages, different experiences. So you need to preach and speak in order to reach all the ages. Now, yes, you do prepare uh, to find a way where you can reach all the people. But one thing that you do is trust the Holy Spirit uh, to use you to speak and, and, and reach all the others. Now, I always seen that for me, experiences and stories, uh, 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 illustrations are what helps me to reach different age groups. Uh, one, stories are very good. Uh, they are multi-generational. Uh, they reach everybody. Uh, people can relate. People easily put themselves in the story and can find the, the spot in their corner in the story and can learn from that point. So stories are beautiful to do. I use that often. Uh, and then uh, to and try to reach all the people. It's difficult for us, uh, especially because one church bigger, all all in one one big group. Mm. Others have different. They have good youth service there, children ministry there and that. Uh, so, but we have one on in one place. That's what we do. But uh, with the Holy Spirit, one has been able to do that. Yes. So most of the time for you to reach out to everyone, you use stories and illustrate stories so that people can be able to understand, even yes. though they come from different backgrounds with different values in life. Yeah, stories works. Classically, they, they are very, they are, people relate to stories. Stories, even the Old Testament, uh, oral traditions was the way that uh, things and uh, messages were communicated. Things were co- communicated by st- ways of stories. Lessons were communicated in that. They're not growing up. I remember 
Dinonwani was one of the ways Chilungu Riboku Kwaranade were sitting and telling us Dinonwani in order to tell us the messages. It was stories, small stories that were teaching us lessons in life. Mm. So that's, that's what it does, yeah. So in your own wisdom, what do you think is the cause for people to drift away in life? Drifting away in life, it's uh, when you lose sense of purpose. Yeah, it starts with losing purpose. If you don't know why you do what you do, that's the beginning of you losing focus. And when you lose focus, you drift away. Mm. Uh, there is a movie that they showed us when we were still in, 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 in Bible school. It was the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, bobsled, it, it ride on ice. Uh, now the Jamaica, it's in Africa, there's no ice. So they decided these guys to have a, a, a bobsled uh, to enter a world competition of bobsled. So they did a semi-bobsled thing, uh, and they pushed and practiced and practiced and practiced on the grounds of Africa. Uh, and, and falling and then dead. And they went to the uh, to the uh, um, a place where there's eyes to go for competition. Now getting there, they get a real bobsled for the first time. Mm. They practice with the bobsled. They slide and fell a couple of times, but until they, they got the ride of it, when they got the ride, the hang of it, now they come from a harsh environment. So you can imagine. Uh, then they could do well. They could do better there, uh, on that uh, on, on ice. They could run. They could run faster. They could do faster. Now the other guys were afraid that these guys from Africa, who they come from hot areas, no ice. They can. They are coming here. They're going to win this competition. So one day they they made some semi-naked ladies on on to stay on the other side, the side of the road. So now these guys are coming with the bobsled, light, coming and they are winning. They are, they are on time, actually before time, they're going to, 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 to make it. So as they come, then the ladies come and start shaking and hey, calling them and waving at them and, and semi-naked ladies. And these guys see, ah, ladies. And they lose <laughs> focus of what they are doing here. Mm. They looked at the ladies and they capsized and then they lost in that. And the coach was talking to them, no, you lost focus. Uh, now, for you not to lose focus is to get to the sense of purpose, why you do what you do. When you know what you do, what you do, you will not let anything move your focus away from what you're doing. Then with you focused, you'll be able to get where you, wherever you want to go and you won't be sidetracked and you won't, you won't, you won't lose that. So sidetracked is, is, the, is, is the weapon of the enemy. I always say, when the enemy brings things to sidetrack you, I've been sidetracked many times myself, it's when the enemy knows that you are going somewhere and what you're about to do uh, is not going, is not good news to the enemy's camp. Mm. So then he allows things that will distract you from your purpose and what you need to be doing. Mm. I love a sense of that. So losing a purpose, losing a purpose in life is the one reason in particular that makes people to drift away. Yes. I love that. So, 
You know, as I mature and grow, I start to realize that as individuals, we have the responsibility to help each other. And I remember there's, um, there's a time somewhere back then where we talked about this, that, you know, as people, we have a responsibility to hold each other and to hold hands and help each other in order to build out a better world. So uh, where do you think we can start or what can we do to help each other? Oh. We we need each other more, more more than anything there's a song that uh, actually uh, that says uh, uh, i need you to survive uh, you need me i need you uh, we we all are part of one body uh, or it is his will that every need be supplied you have importance to me i need you to survive mm -hmm. now that's a thing that you need to look at when you look at life or Life is not a an island. Uh, in life, you cannot do on your own. I am here where I am today uh, because somebody, uh, of, because of somebody, mm. and uh, I'm going to go where I want to go or where I would be tomorrow because somebody would have believed in me today and helped me today. So, as a person, I need to look beyond myself. Mm. I need to look beyond myself and look. A, a life that you know what uh, I need the others and they also need me mm. so if I can do good to you today tomorrow I will need you uh, so whatever I do to you good to you tomorrow you are able to give it back to me or even not you somebody's be able to give it back to me because mm. the investment that I've made by doing good to others people will return that in doing good to me so that's what I need to do in life help others where you can help others uh, and because one day you will be helped yourself so that's what you need to be doing so um what are the principles or values that you live by on a day basis principles that i live by first it's humility uh, humility is, is a key thing remember the way the way up is the way down. Uh, scripture says God uh, humbles the proud and gives grace to to the humble. So for me, humility is one thing. That is a principle that I don't lose. I go with it everywhere I go. I go to a place, I don't get there and say I'm a pastor, I'm important, I need a front seat. I sit wherever I sit. Actually, I confuse people when I go to places. Uh, I don't I don't I don't rush and want pastor's table I don't want recognition mm -hmm. uh, you know pastor so and so is here you know I'm uh, Sepisho that's what I am I'm Sepisho I'm Sepisho is here it's, um, it's Michael Sepisho you see that's how I introduce myself to uh, to others uh, because then you relate to me for who I am mm -hmm. when I start to say I'm pastor then you start to to tell me about the verse that you read yesterday uh, you try to be spiritual in a way so I, I, I try to move away from that uh, principle one is humility, and then true respect, uh, respecting and respect people, irregardless of where you come from, irregardless of age, uh, respect. You give respect, you get respect from from other people, and then always look at the positive in life. Believe in everybody. Everybody can, and you can learn from anybody in that. There is no one that you can not learn anything from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in closure, um, there's probably someone somewhere 
who's listening and they think that life is difficult, what can you say to this person in closure? In closure, life it's life it's not difficult in itself. Uh, yes, one would say you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I believe life it's the difficulty of life comes in the lessons that one does not learn. I think the difficult times in life, give lessons, you know, they come for us to learn. The quicker we learn the lessons that we have, the quicker we are to move away from them. So for you to make life easy, if you say life is easy, is for us to learn as quick as possible to move away from the experiences that are in life. Mm. So learn, move. Learn, move. Wow, that's amazing. So the quicker you learn, the faster you move away from the challenges. Yes. And one thing in particular, you need to learn. Yes. Thank you for that. Everybody, this has been Tepiso Michael Molimela, one of the most incredible men, and I hope you love this and enjoy it. And mostly, I hope that you'll draw some wisdom from it. Thank you for joining the podcast. If you would like a comment to be recorded on the podcast, send it to our WhatsApp number 061-453-0960. 061-453-0960.